Hey mate, I uh, can't help but notice you uh, you look a bit different today. Just looking at looking at your your visuals here. What's going on? Yeah, so just to give the listeners some insight, uh, I'm currently sitting on the couch with a blanket wrapped around myself and the uh, the <laughs> microphone just down here. Long story short, the acoustics aren't great here, um, so I've had to get creative. And by process of elimination, this this setup uh, is the uh, the way to go this week. And you. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to slide on the fact that you also just got your uh, got your first jab. Look, it's it's not it's not great timing. It's it's purely coincidental. I am as far from an anti-vax as, as you can get. What are you What are you trying to say, mate? Uh, I feel like you're trying to make a statement. I'm trying to say, get the fucking vaccine so we can get the fuck out of lockdown. <laughs> How's that? Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Fine Leg to Full Forward. Welcome back to all you survivors of the earthquake. Big news today. Wrong answers only real quick. <laughs> what caused the earthquake, mate? Look, mate, I reckon Toby Green's big barrel from the center square. It's just finally finally come back to earth and just that impact. <laughs> that's, that's, what about you? That's what, you got shout. an answer for me? What's, what's caused the earthquake? Oh. Mother Nature's thrown a tantrum because the MCG have lost the grand final again. <laughs> nice. Was uh, was so weird not having the footy on this weekend, wasn't it? What did uh, What did you get up to, mate? What did you do? Um, bit of music, the usual sort of stuff. Um, plug, plug. I don't have my sign here, but uh, just imagine that I've got a sign saying that this is a plug because I I, I have made a new a new ravenous track with in collaboration with a with a mate. So uh, it's one of my faves as well. Just quietly, it's it's on. Uh, yeah, backspace. Go check it out. It's it's real good. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's that same thing. You, I feel like you said this a few a few um, episodes ago. You're like, what am I supposed to do with a compliment? Like, am I just? Yeah. Just, uh, uh. <laughs> well, be, be, because we've been such like we've been best mates for so long. We just most of the time we're talking shit. Like where where we really need to, we're there yeah. for each other in the, in the you know the the obvious way but that sounded sus <laughs> but like most of the fucking hell most of the time we talk so much shit to each other so when we're actually like giving each other a fair do it's like what yeah Why? it doesn't yeah something doesn't feel right it's, it's, yeah yeah anyway footy on footy not being on on the weekend didn't feel right i was forced to watch spain versus belgium hey. that's all that's not bad is it when you're thinking yeah. oh yeah that's a pretty good pretty good game of soccer yeah nope nope the european cricket league what mate <laughs> Let me tell you, I was watching this, fucking pissing myself laughing at the standard. I know that's a that's probably a horrible thing to say, but mate, the Pelicans would cruise through that league. I can say that with confidence. Not even taking the piss, like not even, mate. It that, it's an international career competition. They play on synthetic. <laughs> we we mate, me bowling, gentle gentle in swinging. Yorkers, yeah. Gentle swinging Yorkers, yeah. Yeah. I'm lethal on, on, on a bit of synthetic, so <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got no doubt about that. Um, then going the other extreme was also watching Somerset versus Hampshire in the T20 Blast over there. Oh, a yeah? bit, of a, bit of a jump in standard. Hmm. Um, but, mate, that was a crazy game. I don't know if you saw any of it. I was, uh, was on a, a Zoom call with some mates on Saturday night and kind of had it on one of the other screens. And Somerset were like five for 34. I was like, fuck, what a collapse. Yeah. And then they chased down 150-odd with two wickets to bear on the second last ball. What? Yeah, it was, a, it was a good comeback and a half, man. It was a good comeback. It was five crazy. Five for 34. I just, just kept looking back. I'm like, oh, my God, another one's gone. And then all of a sudden it was, oh, my God, they're that close. What? See, that's that, like, I feel like that, that rarely happens in 2020 cricket, right? Like, surely that it's, it's more. Oh, the obvious example is probably the... BBL 08 grand final, I think. Very true. Yeah, I wouldn't, not sure why we'd... Uh, let's leave that for another time. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, talking cricket, um, the summer of cricket, summer of Aussie cricket is back. Um, the Aussie women's cricket team faced India yesterday and uh, comfortably won by, uh, by nine wickets. So it was, uh, it's good to, good to see some cricket back, mate. And uh, domestic cricket s- starts up very soon as well. You know, the Sheffield Shield. Fixture's going to be... 
here and there up in the air with, with COVID and all that. But uh, it's good to see cricket back anyway. And I'm sure it's it's what's on everyone's mind so close to the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, should we get into run it back, mate? Let's do it. Alrighty, so running it back to a non-weekend of footy, as we mentioned, but a very, very entertaining Brandler medal. Probably the most entertaining count that I can remember for for some time. Don't know about you, mate, but it was a tightly contested count. Just the the, the whole thing, records broken, and some quite frankly outstanding seasons were celebrated. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember just thinking it, it was very much a guessing game. Like you, you, I don't know if you were looking at the. Uh, the expected to poll ticks throughout yeah. and being like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe this, this is, oh, Steel's going to mount a comeback here or this is going to happen or that's going to happen. It was very, uh, very tight. Um, you know, Ollie Wines had a, a fantastic year. Um, congrats to him. Um, but uh, just right up, right up to the end, though, you were thinking it could be, you know, Bot had a, an incredible season as well. You know, he did. He did. Would, would a draw have been a better ending? It would have been a more exciting ending, I think. But, I mean, not taking anything away from Wines for sure, but it would have, would have been great to see a draw, I think. Not just, I mean, spoiler alert, not just for the sake of the multi. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the fact that there were so many players above 30 votes as well. Again, spoiler alert. But, yeah, it was, just, it was a wild night. It's a wild, I don't remember being on the edge of my seat for a Brownlow. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Because there was usually it's sort of a race between a couple up the top, but I feel like this race was definitely there, there was quite a few, there was many horses in the race. Yeah, there was, there was. I don't like, I don't think Oliver was ruled out until like the second last round, I think. Yeah, it was crazy, it was crazy. But uh, that's done and dusted now. We've got the, the granny to look forward to. So many great storylines leading into the grand final. Can uh, can the Bulldogs win another flag from outside the top four? It'd be madness to see that if they if they could if they could do that. I think so to to repeat the uh, repeat the other fairy tale. But but you know what? I think the bigger story would probably be if Melbourne can break the drought, right? I'd I'd have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I reckon you bang on the money. So. We're running it back. Why don't we run it back through some uh, some drought breaking flags? So we've um, we touched on the Bulldogs in 2016, not too long ago at all. That was uh, was a 20 sorry 26. That was a 62 year drought um, against the odds. The entire final. We know the story there. What a what a bloody story that was though. Yeah, absolutely. The fairy tale as we've uh, we've we've mentioned before. We won't we won't uh, go into it in any depth again. Um, but we've also previously mentioned uh, the Swans in 2005. Um, and that was the the record breaking seventy two year drought, um, all time AFL record for, for the, the longest droughts. drought, the longest drought. Yeah. Um, so that was that was huge as well. Can you imagine being a Swan supporter through all that? Bloody through hell. all that, I, I, me me talking <laughs> about being a Geelong fan the last ten years. <laughs> and then, oh, imagine being a Swans fan for that. Bloody to, hell. To, to, to go from. Also, because um, I'm not sure when they changed from South Melbourne to Sydney, but to, to stick with them throughout the whole, everything, yeah, throughout yeah. that, everything. Well, yeah, a good mate of mine's a Swans fan because he's yeah, stuck with them. Like his South family Melbourne. went for South Melbourne. So, yeah. dedication. Shout out to, to Jados. Nice. Where, where's the uh, where's the rebrand? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, uh, your mob, Geelong, in 07, also broke a uh, a forty four year drought with an absolutely thumping win. Um, I remember this very very vividly because uh, North got demolished in the prelim that year by a hundred plus points by by Port. Um, they and they moved on to the Granny, in which they proceeded to get demolished by a hundred and nineteen points by the Cats, and and, and that was. And that still stands as the, the record margin in grand finals. Yeah, no. it is a record margin. Um, obviously, Richmond looked to be coming close to it against GWS in 2019. But I wonder, I've, I've completely forgot about the North margin and then the margin against Geelong in the grand final. I wonder if that's the record for biggest 
like turnaround in terms of such a big win to then such a big loss. To, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was. Like who who I can't who, think. who thumps a team by a hundred plus points and then gets demolished by a hundred nineteen points the next week? That's, that's just unheard of. That's crazy. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Richard. But uh, <laughs> it, it is what I mean. Yeah, forty four years. That's a, that's a fair drought. And that that oh seven team, that Geelong team was, yeah, remarkable. And you can actually draw a lot of comparisons to, to Richmond in twenty seventeen. It was a thirty seven year drought. Um, there was yeah a lot of comparisons so in, in the lead up to it so you know they had an okay season Geelong had an okay season in 2005 and then a disappointing season in 2006 and then obviously the season they had in 2007 Richmond had a pretty good season in 2015 disappointing in 2016 Dimmer all these other guys were on the block 2006 Bomber Thompson all these other guys were on the block they stuck with them and then they had the season in 2017 so it was literally 10 years later so many comparisons and then obviously Geelong went on to win a couple more Richmond went on to win a couple more so bizarre it's so bizarre but uh, yeah 37 years I'm sure Tiger fans will tell you that's a a long drought for them as well yeah absolutely I I feel like any uh, anything beyond uh, I wouldn't even put a time frame on it but I I don't know after (laughs) our last premiership was 1999 and feels like a pretty long time yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. Don't, don't envy you there, to be honest. Uh, Collingwood 1990, the first year of the AFL. Um, so Collingwood had, I think it was eight grand final losses in their 32-year drought. So, so close, it's so far. We've mentioned you can't imagine what it's like supporting supporting a club going through that. But uh, yeah, it stuck through, through, thin, thin, th- through thick and thin. Bloody hell, that was a struggle to get that out. Uh, yeah, they repaid the faith there for their supporters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my mob, North. Oh, not like you to bring them up. Nah. Oh, just show notes. Just happen to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> North. Oh. How good is Taron Thomas? <laughs> oh, se- oh, sorry, 75. My bad, sorry. <laughs> 51 year drought. Um, in uh, not- Broke that in 1975. And uh, after making the granny the year before in... Uh, in 1974, but going down to the Tigers, the drought was finally broken in 1975 with a 55-point thumping over the Hawks. So there you go. So, so, yeah, 51 years. That's a that's a long time. Now you think, obviously, that we're talking about droughts because of the the current drought that Melbourne have the opportunity to break on the weekend. But you think droughts. You think St Kilda. You think they had won a flag since 1966. But that 66 flag actually broke a 68-year drought, which is, oh, you would. We fucking love the Saints. <laughs> and it's not just because we feel sorry for you. <laughs> is it? Oh, we're going to lose half our listeners here. <laughs> you know, I, feel like, I feel like we need to stop saying we love the Saints because I feel like the more we say it, the more people are going to start to doubt if we actually do love the Saints because but we just keep... Mate, 60, 66, what a season. You know, so they beat the Pies by a point. They had Brownlow medalist um, Ian Stewart, which is a name I definitely memorise. And then just look, at it, <laughs> look across at that. How good are the Saints, mate? They won 14 out of 18 games in the home and away season. They were, they were a good team, good team. And they're going to be as well because you know what? Their current drought from 1966... It's going to be broken next year. St. Kilda is breaking their current drought in 2022. So, Flag Saints gee. 2022. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I, I've moved on from making big calls. I'm just, I'm just going with the safe bets now. And, and I, safe bets. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have run it back uh, as per usual, and that was very rapid. We just quick fire gone through uh, a bunch of teams that have broken that that long premiership drought. But we're going to do something a bit more creative now, aren't we, mate? We are. We kind of, we really enjoyed, I think we both said off air, we really enjoyed what we did last week with, you know, getting a bit creative with a few few awards that having a bit of a laugh. So as opposed to just kind of going down the historical kind of route and just ch- chatting about them and then chatting about something that happened a little, little bit before, a little bit before, what we're going to do these eight teams that we've mentioned, so 2016 Bulldogs, 2005 Swans, 07 Cats, 2017 Tigers, 1990 Collingwood, 
75 Ruse, 66 Saints, and 2022 Saints. We're going to have a chat. We're going to try and organize them one to eight. We'll finalize the ladder. This is going to be a final series, and we're going to try and try and discuss and work out which flag drought breaking team is the best. Does that make any sense at all? It did. It did. I can't. I stopped paying attention to my own sentence halfway through. I zoned back in. I'm like, oh shit, this is still going. What am I talking about? My mouth is still moving. Yeah. So who's in control of that? So, Saints. Enough's enough, right? We love a joke here. I'm finally to full forward, but 2022 Saints, you go in eighth. You go in eighth. <laughs> we love the Saints, but just 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 sit at eighth, will you? No, no. I think we need to give give the Saints a bit more respect than that. Um, so the 1966. Drought breaking Saints. Uh, I'm going to put them in at seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Look, looking at yeah, look at the teams that we've spoken. About, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But we love Jack Steele. We we, we, we definitely we, do. We love Jack. Steele. All right. So that's seventh and eighth. Who who would you put sixth, mate? I reckon we're going to lose a lot of followers after this. I reckon because it's going to be lots of controversial calls, big statements, but... Uh, You're used to doing that these days, though. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'd go with the, the 2016 Doggies because I, I just feel like as much of a fairy tale it was, I just felt like straight after that, the, the following season in, in 2017, it, it, I'm, it, was a, it was a hangover, wasn't it? Like, I don't think they... From memory, I don't think they made the eight. Um I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, I do recall a bit of a premiership hangover. I'm 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 am fine with putting them six because if anyone can win this little flag thing from outside the top four, it's probably going to be the 2016 doggies. So I'm the, on board with that. Exactly. So sixth is like where they want to be. Probably really. yeah. So yeah. the fifth they were fifth this year, seventh yeah. 2016. <laughs> so yeah, made them sixth. All right. There you go. No one's losing fans over the doggies. Fans are sticking around. That's perfect. That's perfect <laughs> right. for them. What do you? What? Where? What would you put as uh, as fifth? Oh, who have we got left? So we got the Pies North, Richmond Geelong Swans. Um, maybe Collingwood. Okay, Collingwood North. Maybe not. No, Collingwood. I'll go Collingwood, 1990. Okay. See, that's the that's, that's some good players. They had Tony Shaw, Peter Dacos, oh, yeah. Taylor. Ripper players. Yeah. I wonder when yeah. when all those eight grand final losses were, like, throughout that 32-year drought. I wonder if they were all sort of stacked. Like, how close? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like that would have an impact. What, what, who do you think for fifth? Who do you think then? So who have we got left? Swans, cats, pies, tigers, tigers, north, north. Um, I'm just trying to think who who you'd probably know more than me. I don't know if you go back that far. Who who was in the '75 North team? Um, I only know the very big players. So well, I you know more than me then because I'm struggling over it. <laughs> Barry Cable, um, nah. Malcolm Blight. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Fucking Blighty, mate. I wonder if Kekovich was. He might have been in '77, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know very much. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop myself right there before I make a fool of myself. All right. Okay. Well, let's. I go. We go. Collingwood. Collingwood fifth. North fourth. Okay, I do. I do know that North made, um, so won the flag in seventy five and seventy seven, but also made the the granny in seventy. So made the granny in seventy four, seventy five, seventy six, and seventy seven. So four years in a row. Ooh. Um, okay. Do we maybe put them? Because I I I I have a feeling who I want to put one and two. Okay. Do we maybe put the Swans fourth then? Because they won in 05. Yeah. They lost the granny in 06. In 06. And then when they, they then won in 2012. 2012. Which um, was a bit of, bit of player turnover. Yeah, that's those, true. those six, seven years. Yeah, I reckon let's do that. Let's put the Swans, 05 Swans fourth and we'll put North 
third. North third. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All so right. just to recap so far, so 2022 Saints who are going to break the drought next year. Yes. Because we love Jack Steele. How good is Jack Steele? 66 Saints. Seventh. Yep. Then the 2016 Bulldogs. Is that what we said? Yes. Yep. That's sixth. Collingwood fifth. Yep. Who do we say? And then Swans, fuck it, I can't believe. Yeah. 05 Swans fourth and North third. Okay, so that leaves Geelong and Richmond. Mm. What do you think? I think, uh, I feel like I'd have to put Richmond at the top. You put Richmond at the top? I think so. Uh, I, I just think, well, you can completely disagree with me as well and like feel free to feel free to you know say why i i don't know obviously i mean there's a i there's an obvious reason why i choose them yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm um, yeah look I... is it because of the margin like the, the massive thumping like that yeah well i but i mean we're, we're not just taking the the granny into consideration. It's the year as well, isn't it? It's it's the year. It's the team. What, what the team kind of did before, I guess, during and after. The, yeah, the margin would be a, a a bit of a factor, but just just knowing that 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 year set up a bit of a bit of a period of dominance for the Cats. Yeah, but yeah. Same that. It's the exact mm. same thing for Richmond. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you drew the parallels before as well. Um, yeah. I feel like this question's almost just like which which dynasty was better, the Cats dynasty or the Richmond dynasty? And I think that's what it ultimately comes down to, right? I'd say so. So well, <laughs> I think that what the plan was going to be was to kind of play out an imaginary final series. But then we, we're just going to skip ahead and say that the granny's going to be between the 07 Cats and the 2017 Tigers. Unless the doggies make a, a, a fairy tale. They, oh, a fairy they, tale. They, they, they fell short. They, they oh. fell short. They, 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 lost, uh, they lost to the Tigers. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is, this is the granny between the 07... Well, I, I think we've both kind of agreed without thinking about it. We've both agreed that they're the two, right? I think so. Fuck. Ah, oh, I really don't want to say what I'm going to say, but yeah. You no, probably, break it probably... down. Like think, think about like if they were going to, if, if you had these players, the Cats players that were playing then versus the Richmond players of 2017. Strengths, weaknesses, do you reckon, like what do you reckon? Well... I'm just thinking about the group of... I'm obviously going to know the Geelong group more than I'm going to know the Richmond group. Yeah. The the group, the Cats, so they won in 07. They had one of the better home and away seasons you're ever going to see in 08 and then obviously famously lost the granny in 08. Mm. Bounce back, beat one of the better home and away teams you're ever going to see in the... Oh, fuck. In the Saints. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> then lost the prelim to the Premiers in Collingwood mm. and then won the flag. And that was pretty much pretty much the same group. I think the only players that the notable players that missed out in 2011 were Cameron Mooney and Darren Milburn. Yeah. But the majority of them were, were three time premiership players by the end of it. Yeah. Maybe um But having said that, the majority of the Richmond players were premiership players were three time premiership players. Mm. And it's it, it's crazy to think that it's really random that Alex Rands is only a one time premiership player. Yeah, that's actually a, Isn't yeah, that fucked? Yeah. Miss out on yeah, that's that is sort of strange to hear, isn't it? Because you, yeah. you think of how like what an in- integral party was of the team as well. Yeah. So then Richmond won one in 2017. They beat probably Adelaide. They beat Adelaide, who were probably the better team that year, certainly home and away. Yeah. 
then they obviously famously lost to Collingwood in the prelim to yep. telescopic Cox. Big bad Mason Cox. <laughs> then one in 2019 comfortably, like yep. a comfortable Geelong 07 win. Yeah, close close to it, yeah. Yeah, and then they beat beat Geelong last year. Last year. Mm. Obviously, they're falling off now. I don't know. I feel like we've just been waffling for 10 minutes and we've got nowhere near any answer. That's a tough one. Maybe, maybe this we is, put that... This is what put, happens when we get creative, right? Yeah, like when we, we get, we get we off script. <laughs> That's a tough one. 07 Cats or 2017 Tigers. We might put that to the listeners. Yeah. That's what it. Do you, what do you think? All right. Give us a... So, okay. Three, two, one. You say Geelong or Richmond. We'll, we'll, we'll count us down. We'll both say it. All right, you ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Richmond. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, that doesn't help at all. That doesn't help at all. Put it to the listeners. Put it to the listeners. No, you you said Geelong and we'll we'll go with that. (laughs) No, but yeah, if you you listen, have have a thing. Let us know know what you think because that's interesting. Drought breaking flags, Geelong, Richmond. Which one was the better one? I think it's fair to say they were the the best two teams that we've spoken about. Yeah, I, I think so. Now... We have run it back. Um, now it's time to get forward. We uh, just a, just a quick brief get forward this week. Um, you know we've had similar questions in the past, like you know with our dynasty episode, we're like you know who's the next dynasty. And I, I thought about asking the question, you know, who's on track to have the next longest premiership drought, but I thought I'd steer away from that um, and instead ask. The current premiership drought of 72 years, which we mentioned, you know, the Swans. The current record, not the current drought. Yeah. The current record, yes. Yeah. The current record. <laughs> Swans fans have been through enough. Don't give them a PTSD. <laughs> Do you think this will ever be beaten? Uh, sorry, I was thinking about what you said. Realized that there was just silence for a good few seconds. <laughs> my brain, I don't know. You, you might be, the mic might have picked up the cogs turning in, in me at that. Um, you wouldn't. Seventy-two years is a long time. You you you'd hope that it doesn't get beaten, right? I think the only people that want it beaten are Swans fans, so they no longer have that record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's every chance that Gold Coast don't win till 2084, which <laughs> just just put him the other side of that record. Not with my boy Took Miller. He's uh, he's, he's got Actually, other plans. The the better question is, will the Suns be around in 2084? Oof. We're just gonna lose. We're gonna lose all of our Suns followers right now. Just ah. Uh, been lo- no. we, we've been we should uh, I just. We, we we want to get heartfelt with the listeners right now and say we've we've lost quite a few followers in the in the past uh, past we day have. Or so yeah because, uh, lots of uh, I think we did did we lose reality records or do we lose we we, we eventually yeah they they hit they hit that limit didn't they with the amount <laughs> of promote on at underscore reality records comments yeah. we ignored too many of them and they've uh, yeah they they've pulled up stumps haven't they. I I was going to say something when you said, you know, do you think it will ask that? Do you think it'll ever be beaten? But I will hold off because my question in switch on relates to it. So are you ready to switch on? Ready to switch on, mate. Let's do it. Switch on. So switch on as we always do. You know the drill by now. Got some trivia, some questions, some thought-inducing ideas based on today's theme, which is obviously drought-breaking grand finals, but I guess, you know, grand finals in general because we're excited for the granny. It might not seem like it, but how good (laughs) is the last day in September? Sorry, last evening in September now. Because we're talking about cricket and everything and it's just... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. I've just got a couple of questions for you, mate. Real simple ones. You ready? Hit me, mate. Who has the record for most possessions in a grand final? So I'll give you multiple choice like I have been doing uh, for the last few times lately because 
because I'm a nice guy and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So most possessions in the grand final. Is it Simon Black? Is it Kane Corns? Is it Jordan Lewis? Is it Peter Burgoyne? Is it Luke Hodge? Or is it Sean Burgoyne? Because he hasn't got a mention yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried we weren't gonna we weren't gonna meet the uh, meet the quota. So. Yeah, we spoke about the Saints. We spoke about that. Yes, we had to mention Silk. Um, or was it Eddie Betts? There you go. There's another one. We need. It needs to be in the commandments. We need. Yeah. Find like full forward. I must. Thou must always. Anyway. Um, a Simon Black. B Kane Corn. C Jordan Lewis. Board. Pick Burgoyne. Look Hodge. Um, okay. I know Simon Black had a ripper game because uh, I remember. I know he's a Norm Smith winner, so I, I know he's he had a ripper game on one of the uh, at least one of the one of the three flags. I'm trying to think if, if if it was a a large day out. Um, I'm sure it would have been. It would have been thirty thirty plus, but. I can, I can tell you that these are all, all these people here, 30 plus in a granny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't really, doesn't really help me because anyone that gets like 32 touches can, can win Nob Smith. Mm. <coughs> so yeah, Simon, Simon Black, Kane Corns, Jordan Lewis, Peter Burgoyne or Luke Hodge. <sighs> I'm, I'm just trying to, uh, okay. So. Black was early 2000. Kane Corns would obviously would have been uh, 04. Um, da, 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 Jordan Lewis and Luke Hodge. Mm. We were talking about how good Hodge was like a couple of weeks ago and how, 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 how much we forget how good of a player he was. <sighs> oh. I, I'm. You know what? I'm just going to go with A. Simon Black because he's probably my favourite player out of those, out of all those players. I'll, I'll go with my heart. That's so fucking annoying. Why? I thought you. Uh, yeah, you. You're right. It's Simon Black. <laughs> you, you mentioned it straight away. I'm like, fuck. This is another one we're just going to get first go. And then the more you were talking, the more it sounded like you were talking yourself out of it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're on here, lads. We're on here. <laughs> But uh, no, you're right. I think it was, I can't remember if it was 38 or 39 in 03. Yeah. And three goals? No, sorry, in, in 03. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. 2003. I was going to yeah, say, nice. 39 touches in three goals. Like, that's. Yeah, geez. Yeah. Needs to be a Simon Black award after that. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back to last week. <laughs> Naming awards and shit. Anyway, so my other question for you obviously, grand finals happening this weekend, mate. Not sure if you're aware. It's a team called the Melbourne Demons and mm. the Western Bulldogs. Mm. So the last 10 times that the D's and the Dogs have played, mate, who has won more games? Ooh, that's a good question. Isn't it? Thanks, mate. I definitely wasn't panicking trying to remember that one <laughs> or, th- or th- think of that one just as we went on air. Don't worry about it. I think the last couple of times have been pretty even. It's gone, but I think, so this year they've both won. Um, now I'm thinking like the last few seasons, I feel like, um, I think the last few seasons, um, Melbourne's ended up higher on the ladder. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark and say Melbourne and say that they've, they've, they've won, I don't know. Six out of ten, while the doggies have won four or something like that. Close. Very close. It's five all. Fuck Is you. It? it was a trick question. Ah. They've both won five of the last ten between the two. If that doesn't say that the game this weekend should be a ripper, I don't know what will. <laughs> I'm actually getting excited. Oh, absolutely. I think the week off builds it more as well. Like it just adds to it, adds to the hype. Yeah. Okay. What do you my, got for me, mate? What do you got for My questions for you. As per usual, open-ended. Um, actually, this first one's sort of open-ended, but it's uh, it's up to you. Okay. Let's <laughs> say you've just won the Norm Smith medal 
uh, on a day that your your team's broken a 50-year premiership drought, right? And you've won yeah. the Norm Smith. You're making it relevant. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the <laughs> first person you'd mention in your speech? And, and I'll give you some options here. So, so it's not fully open-ended. Would you mention your teammates, your coach, partner, family, or would you mention like um, some club legends that came before you that, you know, how Paddy Mills, remember how Paddy Mills was talking about Andrew Gaze and stuff? In, in, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Like out of those, uh, which what would be the first mention that you'd make? Fuck, I've, I've, I've had a good couple of weeks, you know. Last week's switch on, I won the Brownlow. <laughs> I've, won, I've won the norm the next week. Bloody, I'm going all right. Watch out for me. Watch out for me. I was telling you. I have to choose one of them, do I? Uh, let's just say that, yeah. Or if you don't uh, want to, you don't have to. I, I really couldn't, like, I couldn't care less, mate. Like, it's, I was it's, just thinking, whichever, whichever sponsorship is paying me the most, they'd, they'd have to get the plug first. Oh, thanks. I pre- appreciate the award, you know. Winning, winning the flag is, is the most important thing, but the Norm Smith is the highest honour. I'd like to thank Toyota. <laughs> hey, shout, out to, uh, shout out to Toyota. <laughs> Mate, the grind never stops. You've got to do what you've got to do. <laughs> hey, um, hey this, is, this has got nothing to do with anything, but it's, it's entered my mind, and once something enters my mind... It's, it's I hard. always get frightened when you say, and you say it a fair bit on this. You say this has got nothing to do with anything. And <laughs> it frightens me a bit. What would I go? Go. What are you gonna say? <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a Dave Chappelle um, stand-up bit oh. from a few years ago, and uh, and he, he goes, um, Pepsi or Coke? What tastes better? And he's like, I, I honestly can't taste the difference. But Pepsi paid me most recently, so it tastes better. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's strictly relevant, but <laughs> how good's Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> so after I've mentioned after I've mentioned Toyota or yeah. whoever is sponsoring me, I'd you'd probably I'd probably say the teammates to start with. Okay. I mean they're 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 the they're the blokes you're going to war with every week. Yeah, you know, true. You, you've achieved the ultimate success with them. I'll, I'll say that. So Toyota first, teammate second, <laughs> and then the rest, I guess. <laughs> How about you? What would you say? Uh, oof. I'd probably start with... Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably start with whoever got me into the sport. Um, so maybe like a, my first coach or... or, or Straight or, away. Yeah, I think so. So you, you wouldn't you wouldn't even go, oh, congratulations to oh, the other the, team, the losing team on a great season. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're just like, oh yeah, this is so good. Credit to mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're what? a dog. What? Who are you, man? This is fucked. <laughs> Such a snake. This is just kicking blokes while they're down, mate. We've 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 lost grand finals. Well, grand final. We've you know we know what it's like. Are you just wanting to? Wow! Hey, I'll eventually. Everyone has to always acknowledge the the losing team. That's that's part of that's part of every speech. But it's almost like a sign of respect to do it early on, though. Usually, usually it's usually you get all the ah oh, sorry stuff out of the way, out of the way, and then you go into how good's all this. I don't know why I'm giving you shit for this because I didn't do this. I I literally went straight for the cash. <laughs> so I got, I got no leg to stand Toyota. on. Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you selling out? <laughs> and then, and the then grind you, never stops, mate. I tell it's, you, no, no, I, 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 I respect it, mate. I respect, I respect it. your answer as well. It's a really good answer. It's a very Ashwin answer. I'll, 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 I'll allow it. <laughs> You'll allow it. <laughs> not, not that I. Yeah. Anyway, what's your other question? Okay, question two. Let's say you were somehow in an uh, extremely senior role uh, working at the AFL. Um. In like, I don't know, 50 years from now. And a new team has broken that 72-year record, the Swans rec- record for the, the longest premiership drought. So, the, the 2084 Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> let's, let's not always just hang, hang shit on the Gold Coast, surely. All right. All right. Sorry. Hey, how good is, how good is Took Miller? Took Miller is very good. He had an outstanding season. Yeah. Actually, don't you reckon he should have polled m- more votes in the Brownlow? I was surprised that he was 
he was quite. I thought he would be, you know, yeah. getting close-ish. So it always helps when you win games, though. Very true. Very also, feel-good story of the night, Brandlow. How good David Mundy? Oh, Tw- twenty votes at what thirty-six or whatever, however old he is. It's nuts. It's, it's so the, the best he's ever polled as well. That's imagine it. being in career best form at thirty-six years old. That's fucked. And did you oh, notice man. that, like, as soon as whenever he got a vote, everyone cheered at, that yeah. was there. I and love. Gil that. was like D. Monday, like everyone's getting around. It's like, yeah, fucking well done, well done. Shout out to Monday. Shout out to Monday. Uh, where I forget where I left that question. Let me just jump somewhere in the middle of it. Seventy-two year record that the Swans had, the longest premiership drought, has just been broken. Fifty years from now, whatever. You work at some high level, high position in the AFL. Jeez, I'm doing it right myself, aren't I? You, you are. You are. Would you step in and make some changes uh, through, I don't know, increasing funding, getting priority picks, something like that in order to help them out? I think it depends. Okay. I think it depends on how close they've come. Okay. And how many times they've come close if they have. Like if they've been down at the bottom... Like to, you know, towards the bottom for for fifty years, fifty <laughs> odd years, something would have happened before then. Very but true. If if they've made if they've made the grand final a couple of times a decade and just not got over the line, it's like no, they they're doing all the right things. You know that they're building towards it, they're getting there, and they're just unfortunately falling at the last hurdle. Mm. But the system isn't broken. The system isn't failing them. They're just not quite able to get there. I'd, so I'd, I'd say it depends. I'd say it depends on that. Yeah. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like it's not, it's not the AFL's job to make sure everyone wins a premiership every so many years. Like, you get one. You get a premiership. You get a premiership. <laughs> you get a premiership. No, I, I, I feel like it's more just... Well, I'm going to put Ashwin's face on that Oprah meme <laughs> this week. Watch out for that on Instagram. <laughs> Everybody gets a premiership. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's like the AFL's job is is not is not that it it is somewhat to make sure it's relatively competitive Mm. and that it's you know you don't have this system where you've got the same you get the same teams winning all the time, the same teams losing all the time. But uh I agree. I think I think it's more about uh, it depends. Yeah. Classic cop out answer on, <laughs> uh, on switch on as as we always do. Shall we? Uh, shall we get into my mates multi? Let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Money, 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 money. Alrighty, time for my mates multi, and I will kick it off as per usual this week. So, last week, leg one. I said there will be zero players from Western Australian clubs in the top 10 of the Brownlow. And I'll give myself a tick there. Um, although, as we just, just mentioned, David Mundy did get uh, 20 votes. He gave me a real fright. Came in, uh, came in 11th. So, Bloody hell. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, but I was still you know, rooting for him because David Mundy. Leg two. The Brownlow speech plus questions will go for less than six minutes. You fucked this up I, royally. My goodness. I don't think I've ever missed a leg this badly. Um, oh, you... F- mm. Let, let's, let's just avoid those kind of big calls because <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it went for about 13 minutes, so more than double. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like I need to be more clear on when specific things happened. Like I think I said when they when the winner got to the stage, and I should have. Yeah, been. That, that, I, I asked, I'm pretty sure I asked you that, and that's why I asked because they stand there awkwardly next to yeah the the first part of the speech. Yeah. Also, shout out to Ollie Wines. He was standing there. So he just got on stage and he was standing there next to the guy with the, the tray of drinks and he was looking at a tray of champagne, umming and ahhing, and then picked up the pint of beer. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
My Shit dude. Out. My dude. <laughs> Number three. Ollie Wines slash Travis Boak and Clayton Oliver slash Christian Petrarca stealing votes off each other would be brought up at least twice on the night. I honestly, I don't think I heard it explicitly said even once. Like, and I, I also forgot about, you know, the the, the Marcus Bontempelli slash Jack McRae combination as well. Um, but you know, there are a few, I don't know if you noticed when you were watching, there are a few grins and glances like some of the players, when they the other players took votes off them, their teammates and whatnot, they'd, they'd look at them and they'd laugh. But there, I, there was, yeah, there was definitely grins. I don't remember it being actually commented on though. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, usually I feel like that's something that they would, you know, like when they walk around with the mic and they interview players, they'd be like, so what did but you hold think? on. I'm going to help you out. You didn't specify that. You just said you just said brought up, so they might have brought it up amongst themselves when they were grinning, because there was definitely there was definitely more than two occasions where they were grinning, and you'd assume it was about that. So I'm prepared, because you fucked up the first leg anyway. <laughs> I'm prepared, and the and the second leg. Wow, yeah, you would have got. Oh wait, no, you got the first. I leg. got the you first. Fucked up the second leg. Yeah, sorry, I got my wires crossed there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you fucked up, you're not going to get threaded through anyway. You, you can have that one. I can have that. I can have you a can sympathy. Have I can have a yeah. sympathy leg. There's nothing better than a sympathy <laughs> leg. Let's. I'm going to leave that there. Um, so mine last week. Fuck. I touched on it earlier. Um, I said there was going to be a draw on uh, Brownlow night, mm. and bloody hell. With how close it was all night, I really thought this was a chance. And I, I really wanted it to happen, not just for the sake of the leg, but what an ending it would have been. Crazy. Like 33, that because they were both on, what, was it until the last round or was it second two, two rounds to go? It was. Oh, uh, yeah. I th- I they were both on was... 33 or something. And then like everyone was like, now nah, Bont's not going to get any here. Yeah. But Wines, yeah, yeah. Imagine getting 33 votes and not winning the Brownlow. <laughs> That's fucked. Um, the, the other leg, I, the second leg I said was that at least two players will poll over 30, which hadn't happened since Dusty and Danger had 36 and 33. Danger did it as well. Danger polled 33 and 17 and didn't win. Um, obviously, we all know that that got up because four players, uh, you know, record-breakingly polled over 30. So tick that one. And I said that uh, the Brownlow medalist or medalists will be playing in the uh, in the grand final this year, and I was so close again. If the if the first leg had got up and Bont would have drawn with Wines, then that one would have got up, and we would have finally had a three for three. But unfortunately, not to be, mate. Alas, not to be. All what, right. Uh, what are yours this week? Leg one. Okay, so all grand final related. The first score this weekend will occur within the first 30 seconds of playing time. So that's when the, 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 the clock starts at 20 before it gets to 19.30. Okay. Yep. yep. So first score, so not a goal, just, just score. Might be a goal, might be a behind. I hope it's an out on the full. <laughs> <laughs> Leg two. The winning team captain will say, in quotes, Credit to the boys at some point during their speech. Okay. Will he, will he say it first, though? <laughs> <laughs> Depends if he's like me or you, or if he's got yeah, a, if he's uh, sponsors, full, or if he's... Full, full credit to Toyota. <laughs> full credit to Toyota. <laughs> Leg three. We will see at least one Chewy over the weekend. All right. That's my safe leg. Look, if if you if if you struggle if you struggle with the first two, I'll uh, I'll I'll do one for you. I'll I'll send you a video. You'll send me, yeah, you. nice, yeah, nice, nice. I'll do it. Okay, what are uh, yours? Well, can I just say you're probably going to get one out of three on those because <laughs> that's just what we do. It's just one out of three is how we do. It's just par. Except when we occasionally throw each other the pity second leg. Yeah. Sometimes we get two out of three. <laughs> All right, mine this week. So leg one, the margin will remain under fifteen points at all times. So okay. I did something s- similar when Richmond played GWS earlier in the year. Yep. Because I wanted to just speak a, an awesome game into existence and it wasn't close at all. Yes, I remember that. So if this grand final ends up being a blowout, you can blame me and this particular leg. Yep. Sorry in advance, folks. Um, leg two, Jack McRae will set a record for most touches in a grand final. 
So going back to my switch on question. Um, 30, so he'll, 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 he'll think black was 39, wouldn't it? 38 or 39. I can't okay. remember. So he'll poll 39 or 40, I reckon. Okay. If, if anyone's going to do that on the yeah. weekend, it's probably going to be him. Yep. Yep. And then leg three. Unfortunately, with the, the news that's broke today, we're recording this on the Wednesday, uh, there's, there won't be a crowd at the game. That's a huge call. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 unfortunately, I think that one's going to get up, which is a shame. I you think, don't reckon you know, they'll be like segregated or like uh, reduced? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> no, no. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> poor, very, very poor choice of words. Uh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe people think you're a nice guy. <laughs> Some of the some of the stuff you say, I swear to God, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, just reminded me of a, a, a Dean Pelton quote. You get this, you get this wrong one more time, and I'm segregating this. <laughs> <laughs> what I what uh, I meant to say was, you don't think they'll just reduce the capacity and and uh, still I still have a crowd? I don't. Nah, nah. Nah, I don't think so. That's not what the leg says, mate. I reckon mm. bec- because apparently it's been around for like five or six days undetected. I don't ah. reckon they're going to take any chances. It's a shame. We don't like it. We don't like talking COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But w- as long as it's a fantastic game, hopefully that doesn't take too much away from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, that sounds like we are up and out of here, mate. I'm not sure if you heard. It's the uh, it's the grand final this weekend. So, real quick, just before we go, give us your tip, give us your margin, your first goal, and your norm. Alrighty, I think the D's are overall the better team. So I'm going to go Melbourne by 16 points. I think Baslenka, Bailey Smith is going to be the first goal scorer. And I think Jake Lever is going to win Norm Smith. I like all of those calls, but I'm going to go the Doggies by 14. I'll go Cozzy Pickett to be first goal scorer. Yep. And I'll go the Bont for Norm. He, he, I don't think he'll mind losing Charlie as long as he has a, a Norm and a, a medallion, a premiership medallion around his neck. I think that's Saturday a safe night. call. As well. Yeah, a bit boring, but it is what it is. <laughs> Alrighty. That's it. That's it for another week. Enjoy the granny, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Keep kicking girls.